0: I'm going to give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do, lead and love your life. Hello. I am really excited today because something that I've been seeing in my life kind of came to fruition for me over the weekend in terms of making sense. And it's so strange to me how this works. But if you don't know me well, you need to understand that I see meaning in everything. My entire life, I make analogies of everything. I see meaning in literally everything that happens to me. And once I tell you some of the things I'm going to share with you today, you're going to say, wow, she really does take meaning from everywhere. So, you know, we're on week I don't know, seven maybe of quarantine, six or seven, something like that where I live. And in this time, I have become a homeschool teacher. (laughs) I am currently in the second grade. um, And there are so many things about second grade that I forgot about. And I have been really actually enjoying kind of relearning some things. For instance, we've been learning about trapezoids, parallelograms, things that like I don't know, in my daily life, I don't really use a lot of parallelograms. So it's something that my brain has decided, maybe we don't need this anymore. But you're probably like, how does this relate to the job market? I promise you, if you hang with me, I will draw a conclusion and an analogy from all of this, but I wanted you to understand like, where all this has come from. So originally, we were doing schoolwork, and it was like the bane of my existence, right? Until I said to myself, you know what? You haven't done this schoolwork in a really long time because it's stuff that I don't use on a daily basis. So why not embrace it and learn with your daughter? And so there are lots of videos and lessons and quizzes that we've been doing. And one of those was on plant life cycles. And after watching a video, and it was this cute little cartoon about plant life cycles. I thought there it is. There is the nugget that I need to share because it's really what you guys see every single day. So, I don't know if you remember plant life cycles at all cuz I didn't and there were certain things that that I knew, right? I think we all know that a plant in order to grow needs sunlight. It needs soil and it needs water, right? I think we all pretty much know that whether you Grow a garden or not, I think we all remember that. And photosynthesis, you know, once a plant is out, the sun feeds the plant. That's photosynthesis, right? Okay, that's not what I'm going to share with you. Here's the part that I don't remember learning that I felt like, wow, this is what you needed to hear because gosh, I did. So something that they talked about in this video was how seeds end up where they are and there are several different ways. One is through wind. When you think about blowing a dandelion, for instance, what are you doing? You are blowing the seeds off the dandelion. Those seeds are being transported somewhere else to grow. Interesting, right? The wind blows seeds. When there's a big thunderstorm, it's blowing seeds of plants to other places. So then I thought to myself, oh my gosh, So many people I know are caught up in the fact of where that wind has blown them. And instead of growing where they're planted, they want to talk about how it's not the right place, it's not the right time and all of that. And I thought that that's really fascinating. But there's another way that seeds are transported. And this happened to be my absolute favorite And it's something, again, that I completely forgot about, which is animals eat them and poop them out. (laughs) So the reason I loved this is because many of our plants are most beautiful fruits, right? Because when when an animal eats a fruit, it doesn't take a knife and cut it up and not eat the seeds, right? And a horse eats the entire apple, right? So where do those seeds go? Well, they don't digest them. They go right on through. And the thing that I was so fascinated about this was these awesome plants have this rich environment of warmth and moisture and sustenance to grow in. And y'all, they grow best in a pile of shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sitting here watching this and I'm laughing and my daughter's like not understanding why I'm laughing. And what I said to her was, wow, the wind takes some seeds, but the most beautiful things grow out of piles of shit. And she laughed because we don't swear in our house. That's a bad thing. But in that moment, it felt very comfortable and right. So judge me all you want. She thought it was funny and she knows not to say that. But it made me think about... What is that? What is that pile that you were dealing with, right? And I would say right now, you are in that, right? A lot of people are sitting in that pile. And you can be upset about it, or you can decide that this is actually the perfect environment to grow. Because the other thing I didn't tell you about that I also had forgotten about is seeds are dormant until they see the right environment and the right environment goes back to what I was mentioning before that warm soil the moisture level has to be right and then there has to be um, certain levels of sunlight obviously to get the thing warm but think about a pile of crap right what does it have it has all those things but on the outside what do we see we see all the problems we see Oh, what a gross place to grow, right? What an awful place. Why would anybody want to do that? It literally stinks here, right? So I like to think that you that are listening to this right now, you are a seed. And this whole pandemic is your big pile of crap. And it's the test bed. It is the bed of which the most amazing things in your life will happen the most beautiful plants, flowers, fruits, and vegetables will grow from. But you've got to look at the possibilities. And you've got to say to yourself, where is it that I want to be? Are you really in potentially the best place you could be? Let me tell you about what I feel like this quarantine has done for clients that I've seen. The worst has happened to them. They have lost the job. They have been furloughed. That is the thing that keeps most people in those jobs, is that they have a job. But the worst possible thing that could happen, they lost that job. They are now at that quote unquote rock bottom. Now, most people say, you know, I don't want to be living in a van down by the river. But here's the thing is everyone thinks that once you lose the job, that's what happens, right? You're living in a van, but it doesn't. It doesn't. You have plenty of time. Hopefully, you have a little bit of savings, something to carry you through. But I believe it's the fertilizer that you need. It is the pile of crap with which you will grow from. So, where are you growing today? What is that about? And I I thought this was so interesting because at the very, very beginning of this quarantine, the same life cycle came up for me. And I feel like when things happen in my life multiple times, I have to bring it up. And I'm just talking through this, so I really hope to God this makes sense. But my family and I went up to Gatlinburg. I'm originally from Knoxville, Tennessee, spent a lot of time in Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg when I was a child. And so taking my own kids up there is like basically reliving my childhood. And there was this beautiful hilltop, place where you could go, you could ride chairlifts up the mountain, and then you could see down all of Gatlinburg. And oh my goodness, if you have not been up there, the Smoky Mountains are just breathtaking. And the reason they're called the Smoky Mountains, by the way, is because the clouds hang so low that it looks like smoke. It's it's really beautiful. So right before quarantines were put in place all over the U.S., my family took a trip And it just happened to be a whim. We decided to do a long weekend. We pulled my daughter out of school, which actually happened to be her last day of school for the entire year. And we didn't know it. But there were forest fires and they were lit by, I think, some children a few years ago in the Great Smokies. It was devastating. People died. It was horrible. Well, where this actual chairlift was built was where some of those fires were. And you could still see some of the damage and some of the trees. They had left it, and I'm pretty sure some of it was intentional because when we got to the top, I was walking along a trail and noticed pictures. And it was pictures of what this area looked like right after that fire. And it was just pure devastation. But the next plaque really hit home for me and it was a picture of a pine cone and it said pine cones in high heat actually break apart and open up a new seedling that is only available in high heat so that seedling is not it is not accessed unless there are fires it is nature's way of rebuilding And I just, I don't know, I was awestruck. I read it three times because I just thought this is the most fascinating thing. In the worst possible time, things are created to sustain us. So I know this is deep today. I just couldn't help it because it was on my heart. And over the weekend, I was on a walk and happened to be down by a lake and couldn't help but say, this is it. This is what needs to be shared, which is we're in a pile of crap or we're in that forest fire, but there are resources in us that sustain us. There are things within you that make you better, faster, and stronger. Are you tapping into those My friend, if you are not tapping into those, I want to invite you to my webinar. It's actually, if you're listening to this when it comes out, it is this Thursday, May 14th. There's one at noon and one at 2 p.m. where I will see you live there and you can ask me questions and we can walk through this journey together and what that looks like, what your rising looks like. What your beautiful flower garden looks like. What your future looks like. Let's build that. Let's start a new life cycle. Because it's time. You know, when I was a kid watching Oprah, I used to watch Oprah a lot when I was a kid. I remember she talked about God whispers in your ear and then he taps you on the shoulder. And then he shoves you a little bit. And then he pushes you over. Maybe he punches you in the face. And not to get biblical because you can believe in anything you want. Any higher purpose of any kind. All forms of that are welcome here. But what is that that's nudging you? What is it that's telling you you're made for more? And so that's what I want to discuss with you this coming week is how to get out of this. How to find the best place for you landing more job offers, more interviews to land those job offers, and really reducing overwhelm in terms of what that looks like. How do I even attain this in my career? How do I even get out of this? I'm here. I want to help you with that in your new life cycle. So I really hope you join me. It's in the show notes. Click on the webinar link. Can't wait to see you there. And oh my goodness, cannot wait, wait, wait to have you be a part of this. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins. number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.